name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, I'm not sure how. Uh, today we had the, um, the parable of the, uh, uh, the sower, of the seed, and we hear about different kinds of soil and, uh, and that kind of thing. So we'll talk about that uh, in, a little, in a little while. But we also had the epistle reading today, which is from uh, St. Paul's letter to Titus. And one of the great things about our lectionary is that the epistle reading often gives us, a, gives us an idea about how we should be reading or how we should be hearing the gospel for that particular day. Gives us, gives us some interpretation, um, very often by St. Paul, about what we should be thinking about as we hear the gospel. So uh, the reading from, from uh, Paul's letter to Titus today actually starts partway through a passage. Actually, he starts off, I think, saying, uh, where was it? This, this saying is trustworthy. And I always, well, what is that saying? Okay, what is the saying that he's talking about? So I go back to the, the start of um, chapter 3 of Titus, and Paul says, Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarrelling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. So he starts off by saying that we are all to basically behave as Christians in the world, right? And we're to avoid certain behaviours which we're used to maybe, maybe take part in, which would lead us away from Christ. And he goes on to talk about what Christ has done for us, and then he says, "Let this saying, uh, this saying is trustworthy, um, I want you to insist on all of these things, because these are good and profitable for all people. So we are to be ready, this is the, the, the uh, subtitle of this paragraph in the Bible, actually says, be ready for every good work. And so that's the nature of what we're talking about here, be ready for every good work. Be ready to partake or to assist or do anything that is good for um, our families, for the other members of the church and so on. Okay? Any good work, we should be ready to be taking part in that and anything which is uh, going to be adverse to our salvation, we should be, of course, avoiding those things. And at the end of the passage, he says, um, and let our people learn to devote themselves to good works so that as, the, as, as to help cases of urgent need and not be unfruitful. So the two things are linked together, being ready for any good work and being fruitful. What does it mean to be fruitful as a Christian? Um, very famous passage, if you've ever heard of, if you would have heard it, I'm sure, before, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. What is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Galatians 5 says, um, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So the fruitfulness in the Christian life, uh, these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of these things growing within us as we passage through this life and as we become more and more um, Christ-like because these, are, these characteristics are Christ-like. So this is what we're trying to, this is what we're looking for in this life, the increase of these things, the increase of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives as we travel through this life. But we've already heard it, and this is where the parable of the sower uh, comes in and how we should read it. 
there are certain things which will stop us from having these fruit develop in our lives, obviously. And the things that we ought to be avoiding are the things that are going to stop that fruit from developing. So as we look at the parable of the sower, and very often in the past when I've heard this, it's always been somehow about the people out there, you know, who, who are not Christians. They've, they've, they haven't, they're, they're not here, not in the church, and the parable of the sower is about all the problems that people outside the church have about coming into the church. But if we listen to the epistle reading, what it's saying is, no, these things apply to the people in the church as well, because hearing the word of God is not a one-time thing. We hear the word of God all the time. Christ is speaking to us all the time, and we need to respond continuously to him. So our response to him is related to the condition of our hearts, and the parable of the sower is talking about the condition of our hearts and the kind of problems that will arise and will stop us from being fruitful depending on the particular condition of our hearts. So the first one is that some of the seed fell on the path. Okay, so we're all, we're all here. Falling on the path is, is basically saying not receiving, not receiving. Jesus actually, of course, he interprets all of this, so we know. But it's basically not receiving the word. Um, it's being stolen away by the devil or, or whatever, but it's basically we're not receiving the word. We don't even bother to, to come in. The next soil is stony soil where no root develops. And Jesus says this is where people are very excited for a short time, but they don't really put down any roots. We can be in this kind of situation. Even though we're in the church, even though we're attending and all those kind of things, maybe our attendance is just out of habit. Maybe we do things on the surface level only. We don't really appreciate what the church is telling us to do. We don't really involve ourselves as we should in the life of the church, in prayer, in all of the things we know we ought to be doing. If we do those, if we don't do that, we can be in a position where we don't put down roots. If you don't put down roots, no fruit develops. It's as simple as that. We need to be putting down roots, deep roots, into the soil. How, how do we do this? So if, if we were in this position, then what would we do? Faithfulness to Christ is the fundamental thing. It doesn't matter what particular situation you're in. You can be in a situation where, you know, you're in danger of um, not producing fruit, but being in that situation is not the end of the story. Being faithful to Christ, all the things that we know we ought to be doing, um, cafes, confession, almsgiving, fasting, reading the scriptures, taking the Eucharist, prayer. These things will, over time, if we do them slowly but surely, break up that hard ground and allow the roots to develop as they should. But as those things, are, as the ground is being broken up, it's not a very comfortable process. And so this stony soil thing um, often happens because, of course, we say, well, you know, maybe the person's not, is at a point where they're not very, I, I, my interpretation of this is that the roots aren't developing because the person hasn't fully committed yet to the life in Christ. There are a lot of maybe things holding them back from, from doing so. And as we begin to actually live the life of Christ, the things that are holding us back start to kind of come up and challenge us. Jesus said, as times of temptation come, they fall away. These are those things. As we begin to sort of live the life of Christ, 
these rocks, the stones in the soil, become more obvious to us. And we, can, we see what the problems are that are stopping us from really going on uh, further in the life of Christ. But if, as we do so, the rocks will be taken out of the soil and the soil will become more able to put down, plants will be more able to put down roots. A um, long time ago, I saw a field, this was in Hokkaido in Japan, I saw a farmer preparing a field um, for planting probably potatoes or something like that. Um, one guy, and he was pulling out rocks and stones out of a, this field next to a school, and they were, they were everywhere. It looked like extremely difficult work, very, very hard work. Um, but in order to get a crop of potatoes, you, you can't have a field full of stones to get that, right? It has to, those stones are going to have to come out at some point in time. So we have to live the life in Christ faithfully and consistently in order to get rid of the stony soil in our hearts, put down roots and continue on. The next soil is where weeds and thorns have come up. Jesus says that these weeds and thorns, they choke off our life in our faith in Christ and we kind of fall away. What are the weeds and thorns that come up in our life? What are the things that choke us off? It's really talking about distraction. It's talking about our attention being taken away from the main thing. The main thing is, as I said, to grow in Christ and to be fruitful. But anything that takes us away from that is, is a thorn or a weed, something that needs to be dealt with. And in this age in particular, distractions abound. There's no end of them. We all know this. It's, this is the age of distraction. It's just how it is at the moment, right? Um, I can spend my entire day doing all kinds of things and not think about Christ at all, right? There are a lot of things to, to be distracted by. Not saying that those things necessarily are bad, but in the case where we're dealing with the soil where there's lots of thorns and weeds, those things have taken on a proportion that they shouldn't have. That's essentially the problem, right? Not that they're bad, but they've taken on a proportion that they shouldn't have. Any farmer knows that if you want a good crop, you're going to have to remove the weeds from around the plants, otherwise they'll steal the, uh, steal the, uh, the water and the nutrients and whatever from the plants that you actually want to grow. And so a few, a few weeds here and there is not going to make a difference, but if your field is overtaken by them, that's a problem, right? So things out of proportion, even good things, out of proportion that take us away from focusing on Christ are things that need to be avoided, things that we should be trying to stay away from. The final soil is the good soil. That's the soil where roots go down properly, the plant is well watered, has a lot of nutrients, and grows and produces lots and lots of fruit. We all want to be there. That's where we want to be. But in reality, when we look at ourselves, you know, are we really there or not? I guess for most of us, we could say we're somewhere, we're somewhere in the spectrum between those different kinds of soil. And it's not that one of them, only one of them occurs in our life. Those three types of soil, I think, are occurring all at once, but in different parts of our lives, maybe. So, as we are trying to be fruitful, we need to be always considering 
Where are the rocks in our life? What's the stony soil? What are the things that we are holding on to that are stopping us from going further in the life of Christ? What are those things? What are the things that we just have out of proportion? They're not necessarily bad. They're just, we don't have them in the right place. They've taken over our lives to some extent. They're turning us away from the main thing. What are those things? If we are attentive, if we are careful to think about these things from, at least from time to time, then we can identify the problems that we're having and we can do something about it. But if we're oblivious to those things, then of course we can't. So we need to be attentive to ourselves, to be considering where we are in, in life. We need, and we may need help to do that. Confession is one of the places where that can happen, right? That we get someone else's opinion about how we're going, what needs to be done, etc. So we, we, might need, we might need a second opinion, so to say. But we need to be attentive. Okay, now what's the danger here? Now I didn't mention that we didn't talk much about the first soil which is on the path, but what's the danger? The danger is that this is not a one-way process. Like, you know, you start with a stony soil, you work your way up to some weeds and then you get into the good soil. It's not a one-way process. You can, have, you can be being very fruitful, producing good fruit in the Christian life, and then you can allow yourself to have certain things go out of proportion, right? And suddenly you're choked with weeds. And then after that, maybe, instead of just being choked with weeds, you start actually forgetting about all the things that you ought to be doing completely and start putting the rocks back into the soil. And suddenly now, you've become stony again. And there's, not for, there's very little chance for you then to produce fruit. Your roots are becoming shallow. The final stage would be to walk away from the life in Christ totally. That's the danger. It's not a one-way street. And as you know right now, across the world, many people are leaving the Christian faith. Not just from the Orthodox Church, but in many churches, they're leaving. Right? For various reasons, but they're leaving. We need to be aware and attentive to ourselves. We can't allow ourselves to get into a state where that becomes a danger. As Christians, we should always be looking to produce fruit, to be moving forward. It doesn't matter where we are. What matters is the direction that we're going. It doesn't matter that we're in rocky, we've got stony hearts or, or we've got weeds or whatever. That's not, so much, that's not so important as the direction that we're moving in terms of moving towards a life which can be fruitful for Christ. Okay? That's the path of life. But when we're standing still or we're moving backwards, that's the path that leads to destruction. So as we go through the week, as we continue to go through our lives, always we just need to be attentive to ourselves, to be thinking about where we're at, and what needs to be done in order for us to continue to move forward. Rejoice,